Well, I think it's right. I mean, the new normal is here. It's not coming. It's already here. I mean, our gyms uh, are at 50% capacity. Uh, you know, most of the equipment has to be six feet apart at a minute. Are you interested in improving your health and fitness? I know you are. So I made a podcast all about transforming your life with a change mindset, good nutrition. A fitness enthusiast. Now, you know, there are a lot of people out there that like to go hard in the gym. Maybe they're a gym person, they like CrossFit or any, it could be anything. Maybe they like running. Kelly's one of them. He works out very regularly. And as I said before, he's a fitness enthusiast and he has a podcast also. And the name of the podcast is, it is what it is. So help me welcome to the show, Kelly. What's going on, Kelly? How you doing, man? I appreciate uh, being here. I appreciate the invite. I appreciate you uh, calling me by my mononym, like, like rap artist Kelly Vernon. That's my mononym, but okay. you, you know, it's Cody Kelly, man. But I, I, um, I just appreciate just the opportunity to connect and, and just chat about, you know, all things fitness. So, uh, you know, excited to be here. Yeah, I've really seen Cody Kelly around, and I've also seen Kelly Vernon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you so, know, it's kind of like rappers, man. You know, one minute it's, it's yeah. Lil Bow Wow, then it's Bow Wow, you know, it just depends yeah. on the day, right? Yeah. <laughs> so right now, I'm in my, I'm in my uh, little Bow, uh, Bow Wow phase, you know, I'm just transitioning until you see everything. <laughs> All right. All right, Kelly, so... The first question I've got for you is, um, how did you get involved in fitness? Because I believe everyone has a story as to why they started, no matter how long, no matter how consistent. Um, what made you get involved in fitness? So I, I think, uh, you know, my dad uh, started me off, you know, I grew up, you know, like probably every kid and every black kid from Chicago, like, you know, grew up playing basketball, obviously, you know. Um, grew up in the '90s, so Michael Jordan Michael was Jordan, huge, of right? Right. <laughs> so you know, you had to you had to play basketball, right? And especially yeah. if you were you know from the south side of Chicago, um, you know. So that was that was cool, uh, and that really kind of started me on my trajectory. For me, fitness became more of a of a way to deal with life, right? The highs and lows of life. Um, even before I started taking it seriously or understanding what it really meant. Um, it was therapeutic and my, my gravitational pull towards it was more for therapy. Um, you know, I lost my dad when I was 15 due to cancer. So, Ooh, yeah. you know, that's just kind of how I dealt. That was our thing. So fitness became just kind of how it dealt. It was like a way to reconnect. Right. So, um, as the years progressed, um, I started to understand the, really the, the essentialness of it all, right? Like, you know, as you, as you age, you know, and you realize you're not going to make the NBA, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, I realized very soon I, that was not my calling in life. Um, you know, fitness became more of a, of a, of a personal uh, thing to me. Um, and I take it very seriously. You know, I think to certain people, fitness is either a job or it's a way for them to make money. To me, it's it's something deeper. It's almost spiritual. Yeah. When I'm in there, I'm not thinking of how many likes I can get, you know, from this video. I'm in there. I'm not thinking of, you know, is this cool or will this give me more followers? 
it's it's a deeper connection uh, and I'm trying to work on my temple you know I'm a believer and I you know and I, and I believe like you know that like God created us right so you know I feel like one of the ways of honoring uh, his creation is to honor your body yeah. right and to do right by it it won't always be perfect but at least to try so I got into it through that way through my, my dad but over the years it's been a, a slow building and evolution to something greater understood um well really sorry to hear about your dad um i actually as we are talking basketball you mentioned michael jordan i watched a documentary with Derek rose hey. so he also came through chicago and he was yeah. you could say up next but then a lot of injuries um plagued him so as you mm -hmm. mentioned um but he's he's still playing and he's still a good player mm -hmm. um but it's really unfortunate to see what happened to him and what his career could have been like had he not gotten those injuries. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Look, D Rose is a Chicago legend. Um, yes. There's no disappointment in him at all. I mean, what he did for the city, his whole style, his whole game is Chicago basketball. And if you grew up in this city, and especially if you grew up in the south of the west side of Chicago, from the way he handles the ball, from athleticism, like he embodies. Um, Chicago basketball to the fullness, right? So, like, Derrick Rose is still, you know, LeBron James is my favorite player, but my second favorite player is Derrick Rose. I, if I had $200 to spend and I had to buy one shoe, it would be a D Rose. The only other shoe I would buy ahead of his is LeBron James just because I'm a, just a huge fan. But from yeah. a level of comfort, and I'll say this, Derrick Rose shoes are still fire. I'd rather buy a Derrick Rose shoe than a Michael Jordan shoe. I was not going to say It's no disrespect to MJ, but as as a Chicagoan, mm -hmm. and I know like what the Inglewood community is about, right? Like my church is in Inglewood. To come okay. from that environment and to make it, Derek hats off to Derrick Rose. I mean, he's beyond legendary. So, yeah, and even I mean, you could get so many nuggets or even things, like principles you could apply in in life. So when and within a documentary, when Derek Rose, he went to college, um, I think it's Temple University he went to. I can't remember. Memphis. Was, Memphis. Memphis, yes. Yeah. He was practicing so hard. The coach asked him, was asking him what, what he was doing. He was like, I think he was scared that he wouldn't be good enough. So even mm -hmm. at that elite level, he still put in the work. You know, and it's the same thing with fitness. And he had that motivation to be like, I'm at the next level. I really can't rest. I need to do what it takes in order to compete at the next level. Now, we are both not professional NBA players or at any professional level, but mm -hmm. um, with Derek Rose, he had that motivation, that internal drive inside of him. Um, right. And we would have mentioned your dad, um, with he introduced you to fitness. Um, what currently motivates you, you know, to keep going when I, even in this day and age, a lot of people they stop, they're inconsistent. They yes, what motivates you? I, I think my, my motivation is definitely um, due to my upbringing and my, my father instilled just a hard work ethic inside of me, right? Um, I don't measure my workout by certain parameters that others might you know i feel like when i'm there i have to outwork the next person like i feed off that competition i feed off what somebody else is doing 
at feed off how much are they lifting their their form is it the proper form is the correct like i'm always looking at ways to challenge myself so my motivation is simply i just want to get better yeah. right and i don't there's not like a destination right but there's a journey toward that right and i literally let it to just drive me like i i can't tell you um that when i really want it and i'm really like focused i don't need an alarm clock you know i can't tell you how many times I've watched, you know, Arnold uh, Blueprint, you know, on YouTube. I can't tell you how many times, you know, I'm thinking about the next workout. I'm thinking about the next meal. I'm thinking about I got to get so many grams of protein. I, I, like everything is so calculated yeah. that I don't need discipline. And the reason why a lot of people start and stop, first of all, the reasons are jacked up. And the second of all, they don't understand that it doesn't start here. It starts here. Mental. If you can't conquer it mentally, yeah. if you can't understand what it's really going to take, to get to that next level of fitness, to push yourself beyond boundaries, because I'm telling you, the body's going to break down. You're going to have crappy days. You're going to have crappy workouts. You're going to yes. have just moments to where you just don't feel like doing it, looking at it, being involved. You don't feel like running. You don't feel like sweating. But showing up is going to be half the battle, and most people don't even show up. So what they'll do and Keon, we're entering into a dangerous time. So we're yeah. in the holiday season. So you're going to see the rise of obesity. You're going to see gluttonous eating. You're going to see just the breakdown of just all dietary plans. Now, you doing this during a pandemic. So everything else has already been impacted and disrupted. And you're adding this next labor on. And then, you know, we're in, in more of a traditional setting. It would be, well, January 1st, New Year's. Yeah. Y'all get back to the gym, have my New Year's resolution. But the reality is we don't know what New Year's is going to look like. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So now you're betting on something that might not be there, or at least in the same way, shape, or form that you're used to. And it's problematic. The reality is if you're looking at your spring body or your summer body, that motivation has to start today. Can't wait to January 1st. If you're not going to understand what it's going to take to mentally get there, the preparation, the sleep that you need, you have to turn Netflix off, right? And, and prepare yourself for that war, for that battle. If you're not going to do that, all the rest of this is just in vain. And you might as well just donate your supplements to somebody else because you've already thrown the money away and you've wasted uh, precious time. So that motivation has to be something personal. It can't be something like, uh, I think the mistake is, this will make me look good or, you know, this will give me more dates. That motivation has to be, this is good for my life. This is yeah. for my health. And when you understand how personal it is, right, you won't take advantage of it. And the problem with most people, they don't care until it's too late. And when it's too late and you have all these comorbidities built up, you have now you're dealing with um, onset type 2 diabetes, you're dealing with gout, you're dealing with arthritic conditions, you're dealing with basically obesity-related diseases now all of a sudden you want a, a, a detox tea, you know, like, like I'm going to drink this tea and lose 10 pounds as if that's going to transform your life. You know what I'm saying? Like you're yeah. getting it back in another mode. Yeah. So the motivation has to be personal. It has to be something almost spiritual. And if it's not on that level, you're going to fail. It's just God down the street. Yeah. And that's itself. Um, you know, I think Martin Luther King has a quote, um, he talks about the knowing your why, when you know your why, the details, you know, would figure itself out. And even as we hear discussing, the, there's a new normal within the world today as a result of this pandemic. And 
we're in Trinidad, right? So gyms were recently open. Um, mm-hmm. They're opening and they're closing. They have been open, 50% capacity, and a lot of um, those people would be able to come by appointments. So when everything was normal, people were struggling to get to the gym. They didn't have time. They didn't feel like doing it. They were unmotivated. So now we have all these, we have even more obstacles. So now you could use the excuse the gym is closed or they're not taking everybody. I can't work out um, in a mask. And, you know, people continue um, using these excuses. Um, But what, so a new normal in fitness, um, let's say somebody, they wanted to overcome they wanted to do what was whatever it takes in order to start um, working out, um, exercise, physical activity. Um, what would you tell them in terms of um, maybe a new workout plan or new regime? How would you um, motivate them to take that next step? Well, I think it's right. I mean, the new normal is here. It's not coming. It's already here. I mean, our gyms uh, are at 50% capacity. Uh, you know, most of the equipment has to be six feet apart at a minimum. So, you know, if you have three bench presses, only two are operational. They're the ones on each end, right? That means you're going to have less time to actually get in an effective workout because you have to compete with everybody else for the same space. And then on top of that, because unfortunately, the way that the U.S. is handled, COVID, uh, thanks to the lack of leadership, and now he's been replaced. Hence why I wore my Biden Kamala Harris t-shirt, if anybody can see. <laughs> Shout out to President-elect Joe Biden, Vice President, uh, Madam Vice President first, thank God, Kamala Harris. Um, so, you know, now you have the uptake or the increase in COVID cases. You have the potentiality of Jim shutting down again. And the reality is, if they shut down a second time, the way they did the first time, 75% of them or higher will not reopen. So now you're going to have a deeper situation with no way or nowhere to really exercise. So to address this new normal is you either are going to have to take advantage of the situation now, or you're really going to have to focus on calisthenics. You're going to have to focus on external exercise. Now in Trinidad, you can actually get away with that because you got good weather, right? In Chicago, going into the deep heart of winter, that's going to be really hard to do. I mean, we've been blessed because of, you know, I won't say climate change can't be blessed because of climate change, but we've had a string of just seven degree days, but that's coming to an end. Um, when it gets cold out and it's freezing and it's negative 30 out, you're not going to run two miles outside and do your push-ups and all that. I don't care how many rocking movies you see, you're just not going to do it, right? So you're going to have to focus. Does that mean investing in a stationary bike? Does that mean um, a Peloton is coming your way? Uh, does that mean you know doing two to 300 push-ups a day? So when it first hit us, what I did, because it was it was still winter, we were transitioning into spring, it was still too cold to physically exercise out. What I did, I you know, it was two to three hundred push-ups a day. It was two to three hundred ab exercises a day. It was two to three hundred body squats a day. You know, I had uh, eight pound dumbbells. It was it was a ridiculous amount of reps until I worked up to me an effective workout plan. And then I switched it up. I, I did my at-home workout videos. I would go on YouTube. But I stayed committed to it. And I said I had to do an hour to two hours a day just to maintain. Now, I had to accept the fact that I wasn't going to build any muscle, which is body weight exercises. But I could reduce body fat. I could transform 
and I could stay on, on the course as far as an effective workout plan, but I had to buy into it. Right. And it was monotonous. I get it. It was boring. Not seeing people in the gym. That's not motivating. You know, my wife, I know, got upset with me just, you know, um, around and she's trying to cook and I'm sitting here on the other end doing push-ups and sit-ups, right? Like, I, I get it, it's not ideal. But at the same time, that is the reality that we live in. And you're either going to accept that reality or you're going to reject it and just utterly fail. The danger is if you don't accept that reality and if you don't make the proper adjustments, what will happen a year from now? Because then you'll just throw it all away. So when this does subside and some sense of normalcy comes back and things are operational, now what, right? And there's a, there's a, there's a lot of mental illness even associated with that that it will develop, you know, and we're really going to have to have this conversation. I honestly see, and if we're not careful, you're going to see the rise, and it's already happening, of surgeries where diet, proper diet and exercise will take care of that, but the increase of surgery because the reality is patience will not be there and people will want this immediate result and they'll, they'll be willing to undergo a, a surgeon's knife more than a personal trainer. So I would say the personal motivation you have to have is you have to accept that it is what it is, right? Um, and navigate around that and formulate an effective strategy. And you can do it. It's, it's very well. It's very possible. But buy into the process. And then... You have to connect with people like yourself, Keon. You have to connect with people who are actually going to inspire you, are going to train you, um, and they're going to surround you with the positive energy that you need to go forward. And then not only that, support them, right? Right? Don't just connect with them yeah. and not support them. Support them and their programs and invest. Whatever you invest in, that's what you'll reap. If you don't yeah. invest in anything, you will never reap that field, right? So whatever that is, I always say if you can spend – you know, $10, $15 a month on Netflix and you start adding up stuff you can get rid of, you can invest that in a personal trainer and be honest with yourself. Personal trainers have a flexible rate. Something is better than nothing. If you can only give them $20 for that week, that number adds up when you multiply it by the individuals. That's how you build a community and that's how you build a support system so that you can go forward. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, people, they want quick results, as you mentioned they had to go under the knife um, because they want the results without doing the work. So if it's easy, if it's easier than going and do some push-ups, squats all the time, day in, day out, they would prefer the easier route. And as it relates to food, food is big. It's huge in terms of helping you accomplish your fitness goals. It's, right. easy, it's easy to go through the drive through and you know, just pick up something um, all the time. It's it's easy and food is in abundance. Uh, what would you um, recommend to somebody? Let's say they want to get their nutrition right. They want to um, make sure they eat so that they can accomplish their goal. What would you recommend to that person? Sure. Uh, no fast food. So no McDonald's, no White Castle, no Checkers, no Rallies, no Chipotle. Well, Chipotle, because they do have vegan options. So that's debatable. Yeah. Uh, but for the most part, no fast food. I'm not saying you have to have a perfect diet. Like I had a cheat day last Saturday and I'm still paying for it. I still feel like garbage. I ate pizza for like the first time in like months. And like I feel terrible still to this day. I had pizza and cookies. That's a terrible. But because I'm human, you will yeah. have lapses. I'm yeah. okay with a one lapse a month, one lapse a week. What I'm not okay with is, hey, man, oh, quick bite to eat. Let me stop by Popeye's. You know, I'm not okay with that lapse. 
So get rid of that. Your diet should be consistent. Vegetables, right? And I know they suck, but they have to be a part of it. Oatmeal, tuna, you know, like it, you can go vegan, you can go pescatarian, you can go vegetarian, but the basics of the diet is going to stay the same. You need a simple carbohydrate that's not loaded with um, uh, added sugar. So basically rice and oatmeal are your go-tos on that, right? And then there's different forms, jasmine rice, you know, all, the, all this other type of stuff. Um, then obviously you need a protein source, depending on how you want to get your protein source. Do you want to go the organic green way straight from the ground? No meat. So that's talking about your kale, your lettuce, um, you know, lentils, beans, that method. Or even if you wanted to buy like uh, a protein powder that was vegan based, right? You can get it through there. So you have that. And then you got to get your fats, your starches, right? So, but that's going to come from more of your dried fruits, your grapes, your avocados, butter, and reason, peanut butter and reason, not just, you know, going ham and, you know, getting 10 spoons. So we're talking about at the max, two spoons a day, spoonfuls of peanut yeah. butter. But it all adds up the same. And basically what you will find out, and this is why meal prepping is essential, is that your diet will not change. And when you get your body disciplined to a certain lifestyle and a certain diet, it will adjust to that. And when you start to stray the path, you will get sick. It will start rejecting other stuff, right? So like my body rejects like now sugar because I, I don't, unless it's like minimal amounts, I don't do added sugar. I don't, you know, yeah. take it. I got to make this sweeter. Where's the honey? I don't do that, right? So, you know, when you start setting yourself up on a proper foundation, that's the diet you have. Now, I would always recommend tuna. And this is why tuna is the bodybuilding uh, cheat code. Tuna is 100 calories, 20 to 25 grams of protein. The only way you can get that amount of calories for that significant amount of protein is in a synthetic form, like a protein powder. Okay. So basically, and tuna is $1.25, right? So you're talking about- US dollars, thinking, yeah. Yeah, US dollars, <laughs> right. I keep thinking, right, USD, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. No problem. But tuna, tuna from a cost-effective standpoint, is cheaper than going out buying um, a gallon of whey protein right so i mean it doesn't make sense not to have tuna if you're if you're going to include meat into your diet and you're not you don't have any fish allergens right tuna should be a staple oatmeal has to be a staple uh uh lettuce kale carrots uh broccoli you know all that is a staple but what will happen is that what people don't realize you can mass eat or value eat on healthy stuff so you can overload on broccoli. You can overload on watermelons. You can overload on apples because it's not even, you know, it's not acting, it's not counterintuitive. It's not acting against you. And then you wake up in the morning or, you know, and you're, you're ripped and you're smaller, you know, because all this is organic. You are literally designed to eat from the ground, right? <laughs> so, yes. you know, and that's, that's just a fact, you know, so... But when you have, you know, cheeseburgers, people don't realize even your most purest form of lean meat still takes three days for your body to digest it. So if you're eating steaks and, you know, processed meat and stuff from Taco Bell, you know, by the time that stuff gets out of your system, you've already eaten it two to three times a week. All you're doing is adding and adding and adding and adding. And that's why you don't have the abs that you want. That's why your waist is not reducing is because of all that processed food. Once you throw away the processed food and get back to the organicness of it all, if you can grow it, you can eat it, right? I don't care what it is. If you can grow it, you can eat it. So that's going to be the focus. And the more that your diet is in tune with that, 
you know, the better. And I'm telling you, it's a game changer. I've worked out for years and my diet was trash and I did not have the results. All I did was literally make one simple switch. And I, you know, I went hard vegan for six months and then I went pescatarian, right? Um, I made the biggest gains on that hard vegan. That's because like I, I stayed to the book, right? I mean, egg substitute and cheese substitute. And all of a sudden, you know, abs started coming out of nowhere. All of a sudden, it was easier to exercise so I didn't have to work out as hard, right? But if you're not going to do that, if you're not going to honor your diet, if you're going to if you're gonna throw in trash and you think like, oh, well, you know, this won't hurt me. I, and like I said, I'm okay with you being human. You know, you want to go out, it's Friday night, you're with the guys, celebrate. But understand, once you've celebrated, you've celebrated. There's no let's reload and do this again, right? <laughs> like, oh, you got to at least let a week go past, right? Yeah. So, you know, focus on that, get the proper diet, stay away from all that added sugar. You don't need pop. Pop is terrible for you. Pop is worse than alcohol. You know, I'm like, if you look at the ingredients, like pop is trash, dude, get away from Kool-Aid, get away from all that stuff. Water, 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 or at the most essential, if you need like orange juice, vitamin C and things like that, but stay focused, stay committed to a proper diet, whatever diet you choose, whatever lifestyle is best for you. Choose it, but stay to it. Understand you will be human. You will fluctuate. But if you can stay consistent, I would say at least 70% of the time, you'll have the results that you're looking for. Yeah. And, you know, some of the foods you mentioned, like you mentioned broccoli. And I asked a client this the other day, which one is easier to eat? Uh, a plate of broccoli or donuts? They're probably going to, it's easier to eat a lot more donuts than mm -hmm. it is the broccoli. It's also high in fiber. So you have to eat a lot more of the unhealthy stuff versus mm -hmm. the healthy stuff. And you're allowed to eat as much broccoli as you want. You may not want to. You could always vary it. As mm -hmm. you mentioned, the kale and some of the other things. And just add some variety with the healthy foods in terms of way, the way it's prepared. And look at different recipes that actually have these as ingredients and it'll be easier mm -hmm. so eating healthy doesn't have to be a chore it doesn't have to be a bore let's look for different ways to make uh, meals using these ingredients right and last question I, want, I wanted to ask i know you would have probably mentioned some of it um what do you want to leave with everyone so we talked about health, fitness, um, what maybe a couple of things you want to leave with everyone before we wrap up? Sure, sure. I, I want to leave with everybody. Um, first of all, accept where you are. Um, you know, you don't have to be Arnold Schwarzenegger. You don't have to be Ronnie Coleman. You don't have to be Michael Shee, Simeon Panda, uh, Phil Heath, Kyger. You don't have to be any of these people, but you do have to be yourself. And you should love yourself first. So let's start with that. There's a... You, you have to honor, honor God and then honor him, I think, in your body, right? Honor, honor the fact that you're created for a purpose. You, you're not a mistake. So if you can start there, that you're already valuable. So it's not an issue of how do we increase value. It's how do we allow people to see the best version of our value. If you can have that conversation with yourself, you'll be able to move forward. I think when it comes to nutrition and healthy lifestyle and exercise, move at your own pace 
but set a pace and challenge your pace. Don't be afraid not to challenge. You'd be surprised. You can't yeah. sit there and say it's my age. There's people that are your age that are working harder than you. There's people who have the same circumstances as you are that are doing more with life. You know, I, and I'm not trying to throw away, I believe in empathy. I believe in everybody coming together. But at the same time, you have to go out there and fight. You have to go out there and grind. You have to put in the work because the reality is, at the, you know, at the end of the day, when you're in the doctor's office, they can't answer for you. They can't speak for you, right? You have to speak for yourself and, and own it. And I would say that's the third thing. Just own it. Own the process. And then when you have that, you're able to set goals. This should be your goal. And then to me, set real goals. Don't be, I'm going to lose 100 pounds in a year. You could actually do that. It's, it's proven two pounds a week. But the reality is you're human. You have to account for COVID, right? You have to count for the fact that like every human, you will have setbacks in life and you have to make adjustments for that. So instead of a hundred pounds a year, let's try to say 30 pounds a year. You know, that's an easier goal. That's a, that's a, that's a two pound or well, a little bit more than two pounds a month. Right. So you're, you're talking about, you can make slowly, you know, uh, uh, trans, uh, transformative decisions and measures that will impact your life. And when you set yourself on these long-term strategies and those long-term plans, You'll be able to look down the road and say that works. I would say the fourth thing is do not despise coaching. Get with somebody who knows more than you. I get it. You can YouTube, you know, a bunch of people. I get it. I, like I say this, even pastors need pastors. Get with somebody who knows more, who has went to school, who has certification, whose business is this. And yes, they need, everybody needs money. But the reality is their job is to make you your best version. Don't rely just on your yourself and your own abilities, you need that push, you need that motivation, uh, and, and you just need that overall direction and encouragement, and somebody that can look out for you on your behalf, right? And they can monitor, they can have that honest conversation. And then I, I think the, the fifth thing, and, and the last thing is, you know, when you, when you go all out, you know, t use it as a way to heal. You have to, you know, there's gonna be moments in life that are gonna try to destroy you and break you, and when you're in the gym, when you're, you're in the fitness studio and you're by yourself and you don't feel like doing another rep, you don't feel like running another mile, you don't feel like getting on the treadmill, you know, your legs are itchy, you know, just everything is, is it seems like it's working against you. You have to tap in and you have to allow that, that pain, that, that frustration to be your driver. And from that, you will have healing. And when you do that, at the end of the day, you will have what you want because when you leave the gym, you will have left everything there, right? And those are, the, I think, the five principles that every person that is going to embark on this fitness journey has to do because we all have our days. I had mine today. You know, I was I was trash. I felt like trash yesterday. I mean, so I've been doing two a days as a challenge just into the the start of the new year uh, because I just felt like I wasn't pushing it hard enough. I feel like I've gotten to a point physically where I was, I've been coasting, right? So I was like, well, let's challenge myself. So early morning workout, late evening workout, or you know, so doing these two a days, but it was kicking my tail. And I worked out Sunday, so yesterday was leg day. I doubled back. You know what I'm saying? So like when I got done, my legs literally like were cramping. This is how bad it was. I went to run, and this is after I got done squatting the second time, and my calf locked like this, right? So, like, you know, I was just like, I can't, I can't do this. And and today, you know, I went to the gym and I kind of went through the motions, but at least I showed up. And then that's the issue. When you do that, nobody can judge you. Nobody will judge you because you've judged yourself. And you know, you'll be the better for it. And then in you know, what is it, November now? 
So, you know, six months, seven months uh, from now when, you know, the weather's warm in, in the States, it's always warm in Trinidad. But when it's yeah, warm here in the States, yeah, in Chicago, and everybody's trying to lose 50 pounds in three weeks and you're sitting there already at your summer body and it's the springtime, that's because you did everything right, right now, right? So this is the time. Don't wait till the new year. This is the time to do it. This is the time to lock in, to get focused, to get disciplined, to work hard. And literally in half a year, you will thank yourself for it. So that's what I would just want to leave uh, the audience with. Thanks, Kelly. And you said a mouthful. Um, dig deep, tap in, and do what you can consistently. And, you know, you can make the changes. As you mentioned, you know, you did two a days. Um, not everyone is able to do that, um, but they start somewhere and then maybe they might be able to progress to even if it's that level where they, they work out more than once for the day, right? Mm -hmm. So, Kelly, you said a lot. Um, I want to thank you for being on the Supreme Holistic Fitness um, Podcast. <laughs> and I hope you stay warm. And three quick things before we wrap up. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave a five-star review and share this episode. And if you'd like to join a growing online fitness community, you can become a part of my Facebook group and follow me on Instagram. Lastly, subscribe to my blog and get a free copy of my ebook, Seven Steps to Actually Crush Your Fitness Goals. My goal is to help transform you using a changed mindset, good nutrition, and effective exercise without sacrificing your time. And helping you to stay consistent. Talk to you soon.